How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to OKSIS Podcast. This is Scout, one half of the OKSIS Podcast, the older sister of Mads. I am so excited for today's episode. Mads is really excited too, but you only get me on a very, very quick intro. Today we have Miss Kelsey Kreppel on the podcast, and just wait, sisters, one of the best episodes. And we are also going on her podcast, Circle Time, in a couple weeks, so stay tuned for that. I just wanted to come on. We kind of debated, like, should we do an intro to this episode? Just because the conversation with Kelsey, who is now deemed the third sister, is so good. And we really go all over the place in this episode. But I like to check in. I like to say hi. I like to let some new sisters know who we are and what's up. So if you are new here, welcome to OKSIS Podcast. This is a podcast where my sister and myself chat about all sorts of things, entrepreneurship, mental health, lifestyle, pop culture, mindsets. We start kind of silly, then we end serious, then we're back to silly. You kind of get the breadth of human experiences when you come to OKSIS. And I also want to take a moment because I know that there are literally 2 million podcasts that you could be listening to, but the fact that you're spending your time with us makes my day and we are so incredibly grateful. So I hope you all enjoy this episode. If you do, leave us a rating and a review. We love to hear from you always and follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Okay, sisters, get ready to hear Mads and me. Is it Mads and me or Mads and I? Get ready to hear Mads and me. Get ready to hear Mads and me with the official third sister now, Kelsey Kreppel. Miss Kelsey Kreppel. Hey. Or should I say Kelsey Co? Or no, not no, yet. Not, not yet. yet. Also, I was today years old when I found out that Co is not his actual. Last that name. is very true. Yeah, the Co. Like someone was like, "Are you going to change your Instagram name to Kelsey Co?" And I'm like, "Well, that's not his. Name. That's not his name." Yeah. So like, no, I I don't. That feels like I'm like. I don't know. It's like it a brand feels, move. It does feel like a brand move, and it just feels very not the Co's. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys heard, have you guys seen the Liver King on Instagram? Yeah, I okay. tend to try to like avoid it though because excuse, it really makes excuse, me feel ill. I okay, wait, hold on. We have to talk about this real fast because this relates to like branding with the husband and the wife. I saw it. Um, it was on. They were on some podcast. He was on some podcast, he was and e- I eating like trying the stuff with the podcast. Host, yes, right? yeah, I know. I and saw so that too. my husband was pulling in my Tesla, and my phone connected to the Tesla, and all of a sudden, my <laughs> husband's hearing things of the Liver King eating liver. All right. Stop. Um. We, okay. <laughs> but this, okay. Wait. The point. I'll just go to the point. Is that his wife is like the liver wife, the liver queen, and then the okay. son's sure, the sure, liver sure. son. So Stop. you know, it could be Not a whole the family children. thing. Yeah, yeah the getting children. involved. Yeah, the children. Um, yeah, let's set the scene for what happened to me this morning. I did proceed to throw up this morning. Oh, yes. no. Yeah, so... Don't worry, she's not sick. I'm not <laughs> sick. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm I'm okay. I'm a, I'm a little fragile. Okay. Kelsey, well, she tried to cook for herself is what I, happened. And oh, this eggs. is why I don't... Was it eggs? Salmon. Oh, my God. This morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cooked salmon last, last night. night. Oh, my God. And I was I like, that's it. such a crazy <laughs> breakfast move. <laughs> Can you imagine? So, no, this is why I don't okay. cook, and I will now proceed to never cook again. Um, but, yeah, I did throw up at 530. Mm-hmm. This, I woke up at 530, and I was like, I'm going to go to yoga. I'm going to mm-hmm. do my hair. Right. I'm going to look good for right. Miss Kels. Ugh. And uh, projectile vomit. And Stop. I was like, hmm. 
hmm, he says it. <laughs> says it happened to me in a little while. And I texted her. I'm like, um, I'm going to sleep a little bit, but TBD. On yeah, but, oh my God. But you're, I'm fine. You're a rallier. I'm a rallier. It's like, enough, like how are you feeling? I'm, you know, I'm okay. I, I'm going to go home and like pass the fuck out. Yeah. But we're, I'm just going to level set. There might be lethargy, a little lethargicness right. that right. happens. Right. I'm usually a little higher on the energy, but Scout will will be there for me. <laughs> I mean, I can also just hop in with some energy too if you Amazing. need. Amazing. Yeah, um, you got the energy. I feel so bad that you threw up this morning. Thank you for still being here. Also, I, you look cute. Thank so you. Don't... This is my like cozy post throw up look. I love it. It's, it's actually your everyday yeah. look. You've been wearing that one. Oh, I wear this every day. Yeah, really? It's like, I, have it. I, 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 I like I it. Where's it from? Free people. It's mm. like my staple. It's really cute. Luke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're a curly hair girly like I us. Am a Both curly of us girl. have straight hair right now, which is, you know, I'm jealous, honestly. It just is, again, it's so easy. I've been trying to step into like embracing my natural hair a little more. So I want to hear the routine. Okay. I've been doing the diva curl. It has worked, but then just other days, poof. Jufro, poof. Well, you guys have very similar. Yeah. The more more wave. Yeah. Mine has gotten less curly. I've been looking at a lot of like older pictures lately, and I feel like it used to be really curly, and now it's like a little wavier, I guess. But I think it's also just like, like dead. Like I think I <laughs> yeah. need a haircut. Something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something happens at the end ends of my ends of my hair they that get it gets stringy, stringy and straight. Same. And I'm just I mean, like, what's going you can on kind here? Of see it a little bit. Yeah, but I think that's a curly. Do you do Brazilian blowout? I used to. I, st- I stopped. But I stopped. I mean, I will say. The Brazilian blow, I got my first Brazilian blow when I was a senior in high school. And Mm -hmm. that was, I immediately had my first kiss right after that. So (laughs) it's like, that kind of changed my life. Lucky girl syndrome. Well, also just like curly hair scares everyone. Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, really? It was like, I I had my Brazilian blow. I just remember this so vividly because I like went back and forth because I was like, curly is who I am. Right. And I can't like let that go. And then my mom was like, if you want to do it, just do it. And I was like, fine. Like nothing's nothing's gonna be different like I'm still gonna be me and then I went to a party and I immediately got like 10 times more attention from any boy ever and I I was like this fucking sucks yeah Yeah. I I think I've said this on the pod before but there was a summer apparently where I came back to school and I had straight hair and my my guy my gay guy friend like years later was like oh my god like it was the summer that you came (laughs) the summer you turned pretty okay so literally and I literally show up and people are like She's a different person. I know. And it's yeah. so fucking annoying. I turned I into a, like, a, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Um, homecoming, sophomore year of high school, I got my hair blown out for the first time. I'd never seen myself with straight hair. Mm, okay. And all of a sudden, I roll up to this homecoming. Do you remember that piece of fucking cloth that I wore? It was white. Yeah, we all did. It was like, <laughs> yeah, we all it did. just covered the vagina and the butt. It was Stop. totally backless. And it was just a piece. It was like Julia Fox vibes. And it was over my boobs. Okay, I was that's, 15. That's, I didn't wear this shit. No, that's amazing. Though. Oh, yeah. I just turned into somebody else. Like, I was like, I'm now a slut. And yeah. I'm going homecoming <laughs> yeah. like this. Yeah. Straight hair? <laughs> I am not a slut. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um. Are you doing dry January? I am. Okay. I will. But she doesn't I, like calling it that. I don't like calling it. Oh, because I'm not. Wow, you did your homework. You, you <laughs> I really never do my homework. <laughs> I never do my homework. This is. Okay. It was the, I was listening to your episode last night and I was like, oh, this is going to be fun because Mads is really doing dry January. I just. Yeah. I think it's like. I just think. I don't. I don't like calling it dry January. Sure. I think it's like. It's just annoying. Because it's like, okay, but if you're drinking, like, that's fun. Like, go out. I don't want, because I always feel bad when I'm drinking and someone is not. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm really drunk. And you're, like, doing dry January. Now I just feel bad about myself. And so I feel like calling it that just makes it so much more of a thing than it actually needs to be. I just didn't want to drink before my wedding. Mm. I wanted to take some time off before my wedding. That just so happened to fall on in January. Okay. okay we but see. it's nice because I have like a little like squad of people who are also not drinking. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? I have a hot take about dry January. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you might have a problem if you need to do dry January. Like, I feel like everyone who does dry January is drinking a little too okay. much. And maybe we should think about so, this. So, okay. I, I hear you. Yes. And I respect you. Um, <laughs> I, I do agree with you. Like, yeah. I think, I think I needed to look at my relationship to alcohol and kind of like understand because there were definitely crutches or like moments where you might numb yourself so as I'm doing dry January I'm noticing like oh shit like I actually don't need to drink at every fucking function that I go to totally I it's definitely like this 
even like how many weeks has it been? I don't know, but it's three. Yeah, it's been like pretty nice, yeah, honestly. Like, yeah. It's been Way 22 easier days and better. Or two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> I'm like counting down the minutes. I'm like, give me my orange wine. <laughs> it's been nice though. I've been enjoying it. So tell me your general feeling about wedding planning. I have actually really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I was was the same. I think that it's been fun being able to like, like Cody is very much a part of it all. And I think it's been fun for the two of us to like do it together. I think that like our families are not putting any sort of pressure on the two of us to have it any certain way. That's really nice. Mm -hmm. So I think that that also makes it easier. Yeah. I think that's what I'm scared for. I'm, I'm not engaged. I, <laughs> this is just my hypothesis. But I think that's what I'm scared for is the voices. Because we have very loud, our father is very much, you know, a tastemaker. Like, he wants things a certain way yeah. that are not really in line with me. So, not on brand for me. Right. So, I just imagine that when that time comes, which, was that like for you? Like, did he no. insert himself? Well, yes. Okay. Um, but it, but this is, what, this is in a really good way, actually. I look back and I have, like, such fond memories of dad like and planning, me it with planning him. the wedding. I really yeah. did plan my wedding with dad. Um, but the place where dad is so good is he doesn't really, I mean, yes, he took me to the Four Seasons in Palm Springs. And I was like, this is not the vibe. I got married at the Parker. So it was more like he had a different idea for the venue. He wanted something a little more traditional, et cetera. And I was like, no, we're going to the Parker. But he was so great because he has a certain standard for food. Like the food okay. just has to be love that impeccable. Yeah. He had like a sushi platter, bar, whatever. So I was able to do all the decor and da 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 da. And he was like, no, I'm going to spend more on elevating the food okay. experience. Okay, love that. That's important to that yeah. was important to him. Yeah. So he's not. That's good about the decor because no, he doesn't. He didn't like uh get. He won't get crazy around the stuff that's really important to you. But okay, good. He will amplify the food, food. and which, beverage which is experience. like exactly what you want exactly that's it's what we yeah. best of both yeah. worlds yeah that's what that's we need great. um where'd you go on your bachelorette we went to scottsdale oh fuck yes <laughs> it was fun i really wanted to do like the most like classic bachelorette like i just wanted to be like a basic bitch yes. for just one weekend and like only wear white and just go where everyone go like i just was like i just want to like embrace it Scottsdale is that place. And it was so fun. It is. My only rule was like no dicks. Sure. Everywhere. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The dicks got to go. We didn't do that. There was a lot. Or like no like Kelsey's last fun time. Because I'm like I'm still going to have fun when I'm married. I didn't want it to be like Kelsey's last dance or like. Yeah. And it's like I don't need any of that. But like I did wear white the entire time. As you should. And I we did like. Go to Scottsdale, which I think is like pretty Scottsdale. I I went with like three of my girlfriends, and we did like a traditional bachelorette without having a bachelorette. Right. I I, I was so surprised. It's so fun. It's so surprising. I was so surprised how much I loved it, and like the clubs like have like open air, like windows open. I was. It's it is so fun. People don't realize it. It's like Palm Springs in Vegas, but but not terrible. No, (laughs) I I totally agree. It's like it's it's like Vegas, but not as many people know about it. Yeah, and so it's like. Just a little bit. It's just so fun. I love it. I was I talking it. to someone and they were like, why would I spend money to go to Scottsdale? Like, yeah. it's like, what am I even going to do there? And I was like, first off, I have my bachelorette party there. And I literally <laughs> just told you that. So that was a little bit unnecessary. <laughs> Second of all, like, it's fucking fun. Just go. There's a reason why people are going. Yeah. Like, people aren't just making it up. It's fun. No, it's it's. I want to so go. Fun. I've been wanting to take you... an Arizona trip. I want to take a lot of trips randomly, which is not my normal self I don't know what it is yeah I think it's because you've been uh pregnant yeah and then you're like let's fucking yeah go yeah I'm like ready to go you're you're ready to be mobile right yes yes I'm ready to be mobile yeah that's what it is yeah I'm like down to travel and I'm never right down to travel I don't it's not my favorite thing to do okay but I've been wanting to go to Scottsdale Let's do it. I I anytime I can do it I'm inviting myself Yeah. yeah let's go the three girlies can you drive uh, you can, you know, I think. You probably it's just should take a long time. I drove to Arizona once. It wasn't. So did I. I drove to U of A. Oi. I drove to ASU. I'm was, afraid of ASU. Mm. ASU sounds scary as shit. I mean, I went to like a graduation there. I didn't oh. go to like a party. <laughs> Got it. I probably wouldn't have. I would have been scared. Wow, too. that's really. 
That's like dedication to drive out to eight. To it was like my ex boyfriend's cousin's graduation. Oh, that's even more that's, dedication. Yeah, I After think I was just excited graduation. to go. Like, yeah, I t- I was just like excited to like go away with my ex boyfriend. I was like yeah. in high school. You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. It was like the, okay. it was cool. It was a cool because I don't it even was cool. high. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sat there for like five hours and watched people get their names called. But that's what. Like, yeah, Maddie's graduation. Like, I won't even. <laughs> I, she says she has trauma. I have trauma. I, I have. I have trauma. It was first of all, we had to get there at like five in the fucking morning oh, at yeah. USC, okay? and I was already drunk. Oh, oh my of god, course. you went to USC? I sure did. That's so exciting! Fight on! Fight on! Did you go <laughs> too? You went too? No, no. My my Cody. whole family went. Like my mom, my uncle, my aunt. Everyone went there. I started going to football games when I was like a month old. Oh my god! And stopped when I was like twenty. Four. Wow. Oh wow. shit! It was like a very big part of growing up. Got it. USC. Where did you go? Did you go to college? Where I went to Cal State Northridge mm-hmm. in the Valley. Okay. Cool. In the Valley. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. USC. I'm not. I'm not like a rah rah spirit. Yeah. Except you went to every game day. Well, because you, you get drunk. You, you get yeah. drunk. I actually I did not go to the game. I oh went. Oh my god, fun! I went. <laughs> you went to the tailgate. I went to the tailgate. Nice. And I just like embarrassed myself, and Classic. then I was like, I'll go sleep while this is happening. Also. Right. Hot take: Watching football in person is terrible. Oh, I can't. I can't. You can't agree watch with it. That really? no, I love watching football. I mean, I grew up doing it, so okay. I think it just is like. I would say any sport that you're going to go live, it's football uh, or basketball. I think basketball, basketball is basketball is yeah. nice because you can. It's very clear. You see the ball in the hoop. You see what's happening. Yeah. Football. If you're Far sitting away. there. People are like, oh, they're screaming. I'm like, how the fuck are you seeing this? I need the like yellow lines that <laughs> yeah, they put on, on the, the TV. Yeah, well, you there's you can you have those. Oh, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, they're on like, the there, fucking there field. There are markers. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. Okay. So they're not. It's, oh. not, it's not going across the field, <laughs> okay. but it is. It is technically there. So, so you, this is the thing. Okay. When I was in fourth <laughs> grade, we had an extra ticket to a USC football game, and I had my brother had already brought someone, so it was my turn, and I was like, I'm bringing my boyfriend okay, okay? <laughs> this boy that i had a crush on like we like were boyfriend and girlfriend obviously meant nothing yeah i brought him but before the week before we were at a football game and i was like mom i'm not bringing this boy to this game if i'm not gonna know what's going on so you have to teach me everything about oh, that's football that's really cute that's really sweet and she was like got it so she sat there taught me everything i learned everything i need to know and then the next week i brought this boy and I think I impressed him. I was to say, was he impressed? Hopefully. We don't know. We don't know. Mm. Yeah, we don't know. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. 
Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Uh, Our mom, I think our mom also had this similar journey where when she married our dad, she was like, I need to get into football. Yeah. And now it's like the most off-brand thing for her, but she sits every Sunday, sits there with her little Vogue magazine and watches. That's kind of me. That's like same vibes. It's kind of amazing. Well, we were... uh, football family growing up because we had the Chargers. So every Sunday okay, we yeah. had huge parties. Yeah. I remember being so into football. Dad would take us to the games. I know what's happening. I, I just... remember seeing like my first Raiders fan, which scared me, all the stuff. <laughs> and um, I remember like having a rival with our family friends with the Jets and then the Chargers oh, left. That. And that was incredibly yeah. traumatic yeah. for the San Diego community. Oh my God, I'm sure. I mean, it was... It was weird. No, it was so weird. weird. We it was disrespectful. <laughs> no, okay. but it, no, I'm sorry. As a LA that local, man, I'm sorry. Do you know that the man, the owner, whatever his name is, wasn't allowed in San Diego restaurants right after he oh sold my it? Oh, stop. Like, really? They were like, get the fuck out of here. You're not allowed in here. So I have now so had to be... I've become now a baseball girly because oh my, my husband's what? really into... Oh, oh yeah, that's oh. boring. That's boring. I know, but fun. now I'm in because... Because really? I had nothing else. Who's yours? The Padres? Yeah. Okay. Which and they were good this year, right? They were so good. There was so much drama. It was amazing. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Like, the star guy just totally was a fuck boy. It was so fun to follow his train wreck situation. Okay. And there was a lot cool. going on. And uh, my husband got really into it. And so I didn't have a husband for a while because baseball is on every day. Yeah. And so. it's long. Yeah, so I got long. into it. Nothing happens. It. That's really I, sweet of you. Yeah. I can only watch basketball. I think I'm a basketball girly. I went to my first Lakers game the Those other are day. Fun. I was in a box. Ugh, so fun. Yeah, I was going to ask you how you got there. You know, I don't know. Okay. Uh, my boyfriend's brother was like, hey, I got a box. You're and right. I was like... Sign oh my god! Up. That's Fun. the only it's the only way did I will they come around come. with the dessert cart. They sure did, and I I devoured everything. Yeah. Um, and it was it was deli- obviously it was delightful to watch it from there. You know, I had space. I don't. I just right. don't like the cramped. I get it. I totally get it. And you know, if next time courtside, courtside. Also, I think obviously. I need to do some processing because. You just said that it sucked that they left, and I got like very upset that it was like much bigger than that. That the, what char- do you mean? That the Chargers oh. left. I was like, no, oh. it was terrible oh. for us. Oh God, you're still on. That? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm processing a trigger right now, Matt. Yeah, I'm realizing that, that I haven't grieved. It. But also, um, 
I'm so sorry that you're going through this right now in the middle of this podcast. I'm like getting you I'm threw up saying. last night. <laughs> you're, getting you're having a traumatic response. Shit show. This is a mess. No, okay. I'm, I'm pretty good today. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You also never finished your story about the graduation. And I feel bad because oh. I interrupted it. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, well, it was just that we got there at 5 a.m. and Maddie was wasted at 5 a.m. Yeah, of course. So yeah. I was like, great. I'm here. I drove up. I look nice. I'm sitting with our parents who are divorced and like, fuck this me. This is like the first time they've like ever interrupted. <laughs> the like, first graduation, every keynote speaker was like, I didn't graduate college, but okay, I was like, stop, really? I was like, what the fuck? And then we go to the Marshall business one because you got to go to two. Yeah, that's pretty absurd. And then they gave the Tinder guy an honorary doctorate. So as the Tinder guy comes up, some guy in no, your graduating all, all class yells, guys. thank you. I'm like, this is stop. not appropriate. It was disgusting. Oh it was God. And then disgusting. they literally called over 700 names and then... Dad booked a restaurant because he's from San Diego on the opposite side of town, and we couldn't get no, there in time. No. And never again. Just oh my never, God, that does sound never like again. A horrible day. Yeah, all th- all two, two out of three of our step siblings graduated like recently, and we were like, no, I'm not going. Unsubscribe, yeah, especially unsubscribe. after that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no trauma. Okay, I want to pivot a little bit because I want to talk about some mental health things. Okay, okay, because I just feel like you don't really talk about that as much not really okay because i listened to cody on mad happy and i was like i was floored because i had never seen that side of him yeah and that's probably the side that you obviously get to see a lot yeah and so i didn't actually watch that or listen oh you should listen it was very impactful he was talking about not drinking (laughs) (laughs) he was talking about not drinking and it actually it made me it really inspired me to like relook and reexamine. Okay, and he he said something. I'm just you know praising Cody at this. Point. <laughs> That's um, fine. He said something where he's like, "You need to show up for yourself." And I don't know why that just like sunk into my body. Like every day, even if you don't want to do something, I know he was like, uh, you know, uh, training for that. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like every day, just choosing to show up for yourself, and like it's that trust muscle yeah. that keeps happening. Yeah, but. I I thought it was really beautiful and I just haven't heard you kind of speak about your like mental health and if if you've struggled with it or what you've dealt with like just in general is there something specific thing actually that really says because again the homework that I did um you said (laughs) that when you re-release this I thought this was so fascinating and interesting you said that when you came back to YouTube this year, you were nervous because you didn't know if any was, anyone was going to watch it. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me that that seems to be like this universal insecurity that we all have, no matter if we're a content creator or if we're establishing ourselves in our career. But specifically as a content creator, when it's like at every point, at every, no matter how big your audience is, no matter what level of success you've achieved in this quote unquote industry or in this career, it's so shocking when I hear of women like yourself who have that. And I realize it's just like this even playing field that we all experience. How do you manage that internally? I mean, I don't know. I think that it, I still am like figuring it out. Really? Mm -hmm. I just, it's this whole like world is so, um, something that I never really knew I was going to be a part of. And I love doing it so much. But I think that I just put a lot of pressure on myself to, I compare myself to just like, like, like I live with Cody who is doing the same thing as me and he's been doing it longer and he does it really well. And so I always end up comparing myself to him. Mm. And I feel like that makes it, harder because we're not on the same playing field like he's a way bigger creator than I am and so I feel like but then I'm like well why did why do all yours get five million views and he's like because it's it's just different and I feel like I just get so scared and it's also just scary everybody has an opinion yeah no one's afraid to tell you what they think and I'm just like I I don't know it's just like scary the vul- being, there. being yeah. vulnerable on the internet i mean for we talk, sure we talk about this all the time it is the most fr- i don't think people understand who are watching how difficult it is yeah. to like really step into that yeah. do you have any i don't know like how do you how do you get over that do you just like say fuck it i'm just gonna post and i'm just gonna show up and yeah i mean it's really just like putting that aside and just mm-hmm. still putting stuff out there and like 
trying not to like beat myself up if it doesn't get the amount of views I want it to get or people I th- just say that they wish that I did this or they wish that I wouldn't f- or filmed this or did that or whatever it is like just doing staying true to what I want to film and what I want to put on the internet to like protect my peace I guess for lack of a better word like just and not doing stuff just because people say that they want to see if I don't want to film something I'm not going to film it like mm-hmm. if I want to protect something and keep that thing just for me like I I won't I can't listen to, if someone wants to I'm sure people would love if I filmed my entire wedding and put it on the internet but like and I don't care that that would do really well. It's that's for me. And like, I, I think I just have to like ignore what everybody else is saying. Cause then I just won't be happy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's like you, they like you want like the people who you watch to be enjoying what they're making and doing. And so I feel like I just have to like listen to myself and not, and like stay true to who I am. Yeah. How, how do you find mm-hmm. that, that internal compass? Because as you said, between you and Cody, your wedding could be a fucking hit on the internet, right? And when your job is posting content to increase engagement and decrease followers, yeah. et cetera, and it's something I think about, obviously I'm on a very small scale here, but I'm thinking even about my daughter, right? Like people totally fucking love it when I post her. For sure. And I'm like, okay. And someone was saying, oh, you should just like post her and then you'll grow. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. No. My daughter is not, not a growth a, strategy. Exactly. But but I love sharing her. And so right. I do it, but it's the way I, it's like my intention behind. I'm not like, oh, I need a bump today or I don't have anything to post her reels. I'm going to post my daughter kind of thing. Right. It's more like I love sharing her because I'm having beautiful moments with her and everyone loves her too. But it's hard to figure out that because then you kind of start thinking about your life as a growth strategy. Your whole life... I, you know, so I've, I've started this a hundred days where I'm posting a hundred times on tick or a hundred ta- day. Jesus. I think I had a stroke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you're posting once every day. Once every day days. on TikTok. Okay. Yes. And. Oh my God. How's that going? Um, probably it's great. Going, it's going. What do you mean, probably great? I don't know. I just think yeah, you're things great, are so. things are happening. Things, think, are, things are happening. It's not again, but it's not for the output. It's not for the like growth of followers. It's right. to close that creative gap for me and to just continue to show up and show yes you know what I mean it's yeah. just that repetition and as a result yes of course like followers come right thing, of course. you know but yeah. if you're making content for yourself like that's that's the most important thing if you're making it for other people one they're gonna kind of understand that it's not authentic and also just it, it's the reason like Alex Earl has done so well right and it it's like those get ready with me is of you know, being just, she puts out whatever the fuck she wants. Totally. And we're on the ride. I know. Yeah. So I was, I texted this guy. I'm like, well, let's talk about Alex or I want to get Kelsey's pulse. And she was like, who? <laughs> really? That's a, it's a consistent theme of our podcast where I'm you like, know, who? She's not, she's, okay. not a, she's not a TikToker. That's fine. I'm too deep on TikTok. I love Alex Earl. Yeah. I want to hear your pulse check on Wait, her. Wait, can I get like a who is, who intro? Yeah, oh, exactly. Sorry. Yes. I don't know who she is. Kelsey, do you... what, Kelsey, do the honors. Um, well, she is. She is a college student. She's a senior at University of Miami. Okay. And she is like a stunning blonde beautiful girl okay. who does get ready with me Big and boobs. she just kind of Big boob. Okay. Yeah, she is like ve- like a very beautifully done boob job. Boob job. Honestly okay. stunning rack. Okay. Mm-hmm. On Good for her. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful work. Um and she just posts get ready with me's and she just talks and she'll be like she's 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 not like she's a, so she's a little basic, but like she's like a party girl. Yeah, but it seems like you're like getting ready with her with like a friend. With a friend. Yes. Okay. And it's also just like she's not she's not pretending like she didn't get a boob job. She's not pretending like she's not pretending to be something that she's not. She's just like very open and honest and like just kind of talks. And I love it. I love watching people who aren't scared to just like say whatever the fuck they want because yeah. I feel like a lot of times I even like I'm like oh I shouldn't have said that people someone's gonna be pissed off about that mm-hmm. or like I always were like because people are people are pretty brutal online and that's so, so interesting y- because when I listen to your podcast I feel like that's the exact energy I get which it's that I'm just hanging out with you as a friend see that makes me happy and that's see the, that's where yeah. like a lot of my mental health stuff comes in like a lot of like imposter syndrome and like doubt and stuff comes in because like I don't even think 
I don't think people listen, and I don't think that it's they good. No, it's amazing. Oh my I was gosh. Go- yeah. I wish, okay, oh, we need is, to shake this you. Is, this is what happens. This Girl, is, no, but it's people, true. No, like, like people I'm like, come I'm on like, OKSIS, okay, oh. and we just tell them how great they are. Yeah, <laughs> you're a big fucking deal, and you should and you should know that. You should. I appreciate that. You should embody that. You know. Also, yeah, speaking solo on a podcast is. So fucking hard, and I maybe you've had like a practice from YouTube, but that just to be able to hold like a forty-five minute, an hour podcast alone, I, I don't think I can Thank do you. it. That's where I appreciate I, that. That's where I thrive more. So Mads keeps sending me like, "Oh, you should do this on TikTok or this on video," and I just need to, for once and fucking for all, know that that is not my medium. I don't. I feel cringe. I don't feel good. It doesn't feel authentic. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't understand it. I'm like watching the elevator boys on TikTok. Like, I don't know what's <laughs> happening to me. You know what I mean? Where like, if you put me on a mic alone in a room, I can talk for an hour yeah. and I'm good in that yeah. way. But you yeah. know, there's no algorithm to the podcast Right. App, no, so. totally. I know. It's like, but then at the same time, I'm like, maybe just, because I always feel a little bit awkward, like on TikTok and stuff too. I've filmed so many like, get ready with me videos or like random vlogs and stuff for TikTok that I just haven't posted. Oh my God, you I'm have like, to. I know, but I'm like, eh, that's embarrassing. But then I'm like, this is your fucking job. Right. Just do it and like put yourself out there. It's just so interesting because, sorry, now I'm just going off. But like, Good, go. I just feel like I'm very like, I have a pretty, like a good sense of self mm-hmm. and like, I like am very comfortable with who I am. I think it's just more like the vulnerability, like sharing it with yeah. so many people is what like where the doubts come in. Cause it's like, I don't doubt that like people like I'm like, yeah, people like my videos. Like I like like I'm normal online. Like of course people are gonna like them, but like it's the like being vulnerable that gets me doubting everything. Cause I'm like, don't don't say that. Just keep that for, like, the people who know you and, like, keep it safe, you know? Yeah. So I yeah. feel like that's where I kind of, like, and it's just, this is not what I was planning on doing with my life. In, like, the yeah. best way possible. I mean, I'm so happy to be doing it, but, like, I was always just going to teach, teach. Yeah. And that was, how, like, all I was ever going to do. How many years ago did you quit your teaching job? I just stopped this wow. this school year. Oh, wow. wow. I mean, I, I really started doing it, like, part-time, but I was still going into the school I was still working with my boss and then she moved to Oregon and so I kind of was like okay this is you gotta like I think it was just like a security blanket for me because it's like I always wanted I always just like I'm good at teaching I was at the school it was like this thing that it was like oh I can't get that video done because I'm at the school but like even though the video is what's paying the bills and the school Mm. is just for fun but like it was always like I felt like it was like a security blanket Okay, so let's talk about quitting your day job because that's – I didn't realize it was that recent. And and you were talking about the difference between, like, your um, your schedule, how you don't have structure now and yeah. you did before. Yeah. What has been the biggest surprise to you since having a more, whatever, 9 to 5, 8 to 5 job and then doing this type of a career? What's been, like, the biggest, like, whoa, I did not expect that? Oh, God. That's hard. I don't know. Maybe just, like, having – like having too much freedom can like screw you up sometimes. Like I just feel like I need some sort of schedule. Whereas before when I was working eight to five at the school, I was like, I wish I could wake up whenever I wanted. I wish I could wear whatever I wanted. I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. And then like, now I'm like, the grass is always green. Yeah, for sure. And I just think like being your own boss is just a lot, surprisingly a lot like, more difficult than I thought it would be because I yeah. end up giving myself like way too much freedom. Yeah. I you mean, know? it's in, you have to have this like intrinsic motivation to do things right. or like create structure in your life. Yeah. Both Scout and I are entrepreneurs and it's, it, I've found that too where I'm just like, like the other day, which I, I feel grateful that I have, I have the freedom in my days to like do things like this, but I was like, oh, I, I don't have anything this afternoon. Um, I'm going to take my stepsister and we're going to go to Nobu Malibu. And I was like, we're just going to drive and just like watch the sunset. And it was delightful. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I probably could have, you know, worked on something else right. during that time. Right. So there's this. But you, then you got to like able, you have to be able to like make time to do that kind of stuff right. too. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's just been interesting trying to like navigate just being only having to like worry about myself really Mm -hmm. and like my job as I don't know I don't know 
You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Yeah, I feel like I, I was just thinking as you were saying that, I still have the freedom, but my business that I started to own my own business and have that freedom at this point now is much more of my day job almost yeah. because I have six employees and all these clients and stuff. So I can do this stuff in the middle of the day. I can be like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to LA guys. Sorry, I won't be on the team call. Right. I have to record OK Sis or oh, I'm going to go to Palm Springs. I'll like work from there. Like I, or I'm yeah. going to get my hair blown out in the middle yes. of the day. Like yeah. I don't have to answer to anybody. And it does at times feel like it's starting to be more of my day job, quote unquote. And when it feels like that, that's when I have to check myself and be like, okay, where can I, why does it feel like my day job? Where can I spice it up? Where can I go back to like feeling really empowered in my freedom, et cetera? Because it's interesting when you get there because you're like, wait a minute, how did, how am I feeling like this is my day job right now? Right, right. That's how I feel too. And I, sometimes I like working on the weekends more because. I saw you working on Sunday and I was like, ooh. I don't condone, I'm. I, 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 but I, you looked, I was saying, you looked really in the flow. Like I'm it was on, really serving you. I'm on record as anti-hustle culture. But I, <laughs> the reason I love working on the weekends is because there, it's a, it's a mental thing where I right. know no one else is working. So yeah. then I somehow feel. I totally agree with that. And then that. on a Wednesday, I'm just like, I don't want to fucking work because everyone's working and I, and I feel. Also get through your yeah. inbox on a yeah. Sunday. It's the best. Yeah. Just to clear it all out. And, yeah. and also just like, that's kind of, that's something that's nice is just being able to do stuff. Like when you want, still getting stuff done, but like finding the times that work best for you and like doing it then instead of having to get up early or having to work late or whatever it is or working on weekends if that's what you prefer, like whatever it is, I think that's been nice. Mm -hmm. Do you miss teaching? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Does Does it feel like a loss of identity a little bit? Maybe a little bit, but I think I miss it, but I've feel like I've grown so much more not doing it because I'm not doing like the safe thing anymore and I feel like I've learned a lot about myself and like I've tackled things and done things that I didn't even think was possible and so I feel like I feel like if I had stayed teaching I would have been perfectly happy and fine but I would have never felt challenged Mm. you know what Mm. I mean like when I went to college I got like I knew from the moment I went to school that I was going to be a teacher and I was going to get my degree in child development and I was gonna go to teach at a preschool like I just knew that and so I like there was never any sort of like who am I what do I want to do this is challenging I don't like this I don't like that it was just like no this is what I want Mm. and so I feel like now I've I'm more I'm more willing to put myself in like scary situations that I wasn't before yeah Question. Yes. Was leaving the job in any way because of your fiance's career? Because, for example, 
my husband is getting a PhD right now and I'm like going to LA, I'm going to Home Springs, I'm going to Nashville and he can't come with me because mm-hmm. he has that set schedule and mm-hmm. he can't work from everywhere or have that flexibility. So when he's done with his PhD, it's a really important thing for us and our family that he gets either a job or starts his own business where his, right. where we can have that flexibility together because yeah. it's like, it sucks when I can do stuff that he can't do with totally. me. Was that part of it for you for I leaving? I mean, when I, so... When I, like, my timeline is kind of weird because it's, like, I was teaching full-time. I left. I started nannying because I wasn't making enough money as a full-time teacher to, like, support myself living in L.A. That's crazy. So it's terrible. But so I started nannying, and then I, and I met Cody right when I started nannying, and he had so much freedom then, and I did not like nannying that I was, like, I don't want to be doing this. So that that played more of a part then. When I started teaching again, I was already making videos and stuff, and my boss and I had a really good relationship, so I was already kind of, like, part-time for her then, so my schedule was pretty flexible. So, no, Mm -hmm. because if I, like, wanted to travel or we were doing something, like, she, it was, I had it worked out to where I could. Okay, got it. But when I was nannying and I realized, like, how much Cody was doing and everything like that, that I just didn't see, I didn't think nannying was worth it. So it's so interesting when you like get older, you have to think about like your partner and you have to have similar lifestyles when it comes to jobs, not just like, like we think lifestyle, but we don't understand that the, like the job structure has to be similar too, especially in today's age. If you're working, like if you're working days and your partner's like a doctor and they're working nights, like you never get to see them. It's, it's not easy. And I'm feel lucky that Cody and I are able to like travel together and do all of the same stuff like that. When did it click that you loved making content? Like when did it, when did you just start being in his stuff and you're like, wait, I love this. Well, I, so he when we like first started dating you know we were like in the honeymoon phase we were just like wanted to spend every waking moment together that we possibly could and so he asked me if I wanted to be in one of his videos and I was like sure whatever like (laughs) that doesn't seem to bother me like sure so he set up the camera and we filmed this video and he was like you were like really natural like I usually when I put the camera on someone they like get really awkward like he was like I was worried that that was gonna be weird but like you you were really natural in front of the camera and I was like yeah that actually was really fun and like I felt really comfortable Mm -hmm. and so I was like oh I think I I think I could do this and then I kind of thought about it more and I was like if he's gonna keep putting me in his videos like I don't want to just be Cody's girlfriend like I, I want people to know me for who I am and not just like me because I'm in his videos. And so I was like, and it was fun and I felt comfortable. And so I'm kind of want to try it myself. And I did. And I think that's, that's when I realized that it could be something that I could actually do and be good at and enjoy. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. Quickly. I just want, I know you did a whole episode on golden globes recap. I just have one question. Why, yes. were, why were you there? <laughs> oh my God. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> couldn't even begin to give you one reason literally at all so so people people who like are not um nominated like get invited so yeah so well this is a thing you get invited but you have to sit in the viewing room so you don't yeah you don't actually go into the so you just walk the red carpet you're invited to the red carpet well yeah but i didn't fucking know that before i went so i was like a little bit bummed wait that's like when i um that's like when i volunteered to work the shoah foundation gala where president obama was speaking because our stepdad used to run the shoah foundation and the whole family was in but since i was a volunteer i had to sit in the green room like I was literally taking photos with Steven Spielberg and Conan O'Brien, oh and then this scout is like having a panic attack in the green room. Oh no! No, I literally did have a panic attack in the green room because I was like, "This is terrible." Okay, keep going. I mean, yeah, it was like we got there and we did the red carpet. Like the whole time we were like, "Why the fuck are we here?" Like yeah. we even like did an interview, which is so absurd. Okay, they were that, like, are you nominated? That's actually such a stretch. It was like a like a friend or the, this guy that we met a couple times. I think he's cool. I don't know. He's a friend. Um, And so he was like standing there. He's like, do you want to film a TikTok? And we were like, oh, sure. And he so he was like asking us about like our favorite movies that 
came out and like, You're like haven't seen any we of them. were like we don't know we've been watching new girl for like the whole year like i couldn't tell you one thing that's out like it was so embarrassing so we, we were like why are we there and then then we got word that we were sitting in the viewing room we were like that completely makes sense obviously we're gonna be in the fucking viewing room yeah. like is the viewing room nice Sure, it's like a conference room at a hotel because, like, it's at a hotel. How many yeah. people are in the viewing room? A solid amount. Everyone that like, isn't nominated. Everyone that's not nominated. There were like other like was TikTokers, the and the food was good. It's good. So it's just like a big screen, and you're just like live streaming. Oh my god, it's a bunch of little TVs. Wait, it's not a big screen. Wait, shut up. It's just you're just watching. Oh my it god, on TV. I wouldn't have brought my glasses because I would be on the red carpet, <laughs> no, and then I wouldn't have be been able to see, see anything. anything. No, I can you barely needed, see you right. So now. You needed a viewing it's like room. A sports bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I will oh say, God. after we watched it on TV, we went to the after party, and so did everyone who actually went to the oh, show. Oh, right. So that's good. That's worth so it. that was, I would say, worth it. Who did you see that you were dying over? Um. Well, we saw, like, people from White Lotus, which is exciting. Oh, right. If I see it was Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, she was there. But I felt bad because everybody was, like, asking to take pictures with her and mm. stuff. Yeah, and I'm he... like, she's trying to, like, enjoy a party. Yeah. Well, I... no, I think she, you know what, I think she was into it. I'm sure she, she was. She probably was. You but... saw Jay Ellis. I did see Jay Ellis. Jay Ellis. We have talked about him so many times, Scout. He's on Insecure. He's, he's, on on insecure. he's like, the hottest so man hot. alive. Oh. Okay, well. Ugh. Did you watch Top Gun? Mm-hmm. Okay, you probably won't know which one. I'll show you. I'm thinking later. about all the characters in Top Gun. <laughs> he's just one of the guys in the school. He's hot. He's, so hot. he's very hot. Yeah, I would have freaked out if I saw him. Is he your celebrity crush? He's one of them. Okay. I would say he's like, it's like him or Harry Styles. Okay. But I don't really like to feel like, I don't like, you know, like when everyone was like obsessed with Justin Bieber when we were younger, mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'm not I getting agree. involved in that. There's way too much commotion happening over there. I'm going to like, come over here and deal with like something smaller you know and, what I mean and that was Harry Styles well no I'm saying Harry Styles is the only exception <laughs> oh, that okay. I've ever had to that oh, feeling yeah. but I agree Jay Ellis is like yeah cream of the crop um I agree with that where it's like if everyone else loves them I'm, it's like an ick for me yeah it's like I'm just so unoriginal yeah I could Amen. get you know so I just like need a celebrity crush is what I don't really have any either and okay, I would say I'm like I would has- say like has a passionate list oh, and do I don't know what yeah. to do about it. I think yeah. that's so interesting. Who's on it? So like who's like top it's it's, top? it's, it's shifted a bit. Okay. But the top was for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Bill I'll Hader. Tell you. Bill okay. Hader, Timothy Chalamet, John really? Krasinski. John Krasinski's John number Krasinski is a really, really good one. He but, really but good one. circa the office. I don't Duh. like I don't like Yeah, why his did they make body. him get jacked? It was terrible. I don't I want it's a like lanky gives, leave something for us who like lanky. Yeah, we yeah. want lanky. The jacked was terrible. Yeah. So so who else is in there? I feel like someone recently I can't I can't Jay Shetty all of a sudden is oh, on there. Well, but mean, he's not a celebrity. So he's a celebrity. He's on Call Her Daddy. Okay. He's a celebrity. But I'm just saying, like, he's not like, you know, movie star. Well, so Bill Hader has been. I bumped. think Timothy Chalamet is not it. No, it's, so it's, it's very polarizing. It's, it's very polarizing. I don't see it at all. I want, not only do I not I would see it, I'm him. concerned for people who are because <laughs> no, he looks like a 14 year old yeah. boy. I, if I saw what him, is it? If I saw him, yeah, no. what would you do? It's a no. <laughs> it, well, he's my hall pass, so obviously I would make You're a gonna, move. You're gonna, you're gonna waste your hall pass <laughs> on Timothy on Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. No, you don't waste your hall pass on a Timothy Chalamet. You Who waste do you your, waste it on? I mean, like, and this is not it for me, but just speaking generally, you would waste a hall pass on like a Brad Pitt. You know no, what I mean? No, like, see, does that doesn't do no, it for but, me? Not, no, but see, but see, like you, like Timothy Chalamet. That's like you're not gonna get a good fuck out of Timothy really? Chalamet. You're definitely not. You want a guy that's gonna? Okay, we're getting a little bit. You know, you know, if you're gonna have a hall pass, it's like a he needs to know what he's doing. No, it just has to be. You're, you know. You're, okay, hall pass but, like on a date going Timothy Chalamet, but a hall pass to fuck, not Timothy Chalamet. And also like Timothy Chalamet, if you really think about it, sorry, I'm no, really sure. choked up about <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> like I, it's not, it's not that unattainable. Right, like, so that's that's so, why. No, so then don't waste your hall pass on <laughs> that's him. That's what I'm saying. If you can like bump into him sometimes, you might, if you might potentially brush shoulders with him at some point, he can't be your hall pass. It's okay. Um, Bill Hader, though. This is, is actually, I'm going to take this as a compliment that this is like an attainable. 
attainable situation. Maddie's like, wait, this is attainable to me? I think you could do it. I, I, that is the reason I have so much confidence around it. Like, he... Uh, guys, have you not seen Call Me By Your Name? Like, I actually haven't. The I haven't. way... <laughs> Which maybe the way, honestly, like, the way he fucks a guy... I is great. Okay. So I'm just doesn't that hoping always it get translates. You con- doesn't it always get you kind of this is like we should probably turn the mic off. But doesn't yeah. it always get you confused when you see when all of a sudden you get a little turned on by two guys making out all yeah. of a sudden? Yeah. You get uh, a little yeah. confused. But you I get mean, a little confused. Have you seen my policeman? No, but I heard it was terrible. I enjoyed it. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I didn't it, I the thought- sex scene was apparently wasn't great. Oh, maybe I just have a low bar. <laughs> I thought it was. I was at the. I read a okay. lot of romance novels. Okay. Oh, okay. Harry. Okay. Got it. I, Noted. I wanted to go <laughs> on like Pornhub and just watch the sex scene and not the rest no, of the movie. No, watch the whole thing. Okay. I actually didn't think it was that bad. I do have a very low bar when it comes to movies. Like okay. I could watch anything and tell you why I thought that that was a good movie. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So you know what? That even might be me. fucking Human Centipede. Oh, you want to know why I think that's a good movie? It's. I mean, it's insane. It's a great movie. <laughs> I've never seen I've that never one. I've never seen it, and I I know what you're talking yeah. about. We're on the verge of throw up, so. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Let's... sorry, sorry. We're not going to talk about <laughs> it. No. I forgot about the, forgot about the um, Okay, so quickly, though, I know that you're reading uh, Carrie Soto. I am. We believe in Taylor Jenkins Reid's supremacy here. So I love TJR. We love TJR. We, we love TJR. Um, we've basically harassed her. Um, we were, I wrote her a love letter. We, did you? We were her assistant so answered. Still... Nice. It was a no. Okay. It was a sorry. Well, she's it was unavailable. A plea. It was a plea for her to come on the pod. A okay. plea. I didn't even get a comment about my pros in the email. You know, yeah, I really you worked really, hard on it. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna impress TJR with my writing. Yeah. That's so. fucked up that they didn't even compliment you. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm what sorry. I'm saying. Anyways, um, so Carrie Soto. Yeah. You're right to be struggling. It's a, it's you're just in the a right. slow start. It's a slow book. There's the whole a thing lot is slow. about tennis. A lot. That I just don't care about. Do you know what I mean? It also doesn't have that. Every TGR book has that moment where you're like, holy shit, I didn't see that coming. Or that moment have that. where doesn't you're have crying. It. Oh, it I've been waiting either. for that. Nope. Nope. I mean, they. I think the one that it was supposed to be, I read over it. And then a minute later, I was like, oh, wait. I think that was supposed to be it, but it didn't hit me. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. I just, I want to get through it just to get through it. You will enjoy it. The writing is beautiful. The writing is obviously Obviously good. Obviously amazing. It's just comparatively speaking to the other ones, it's not, Yes. it's not doing it for me. And then, Scout, you can tune out, but um, you just read every summer. What? I'm just considering eating my Reese's. Yes, eat it. Just put your mic away because we're going to get canceled. Um, Um, I love a good mouth noise moment, actually. (laughs) I love when you eat. You're one of one. You're one of one. No, I don't. I'm just telling you guys about the things that I like, but I could go off on the things that I like. You're like, I like human centipede and when people eat on microphones. (laughs) Because those are two things that everyone hates, Hates, so obviously I have to like them. Um, Every summer after. Moment of silence for every summer after. I mean, really good. I still, to this day, have a book hangover. Have I've thought about that book? Yeah, every single day. Since I I've mean, read it. that was. Wait, have you ever read? Since you love Harry Styles, have you ever read? Um, oh, that book, Robin Lee. Fuck, what is called? The one. About all the, the ones. They all sound the same. It likes with us. It ends with us. It. Hold on, Robin <laughs> Lee. It start. No, no, hold on. The one about the um about Harry Styles about a uh, Harry Styles vi- guy. Hold on, the idea of you. I've never even heard of that. Kelsey? Is it good? You're gonna, you're gonna thank me. Really? You are going to, oh my God. Okay, so I wrote, I read Every Summer After and then the idea of you back to back. Okay. It's becoming a movie and it's about like a Harry Styles-esque character. Okay. And you will. The idea of you. The idea of you. Okay. I'll I'll send it to you. You're gonna be, anyways, but Every Summer After. Every Summer After is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And just like, like, just. Okay, so this is the thing. I read um, It Ends With Us. Right. And and it starts with us. And then I read Every Summer After. Okay. And both of those kind of have to do with, like, these really long romances. Right. Like, right. from when you're, like, a kid. Yeah. And it really had me, like, I was, like, thinking about Confused. every week. I was thinking yeah. about the guy I went to the USC football game <laughs> with in fourth grade. Like, I literally was, like, yeah, how it's do like, these people find this? And then I'm, like, these people are not real. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not it, I was just like holy shit like how do you still be in love with someone after like 15 after, years no and it's like, insane truly, I know we're like not even that but like from when you're like 15 because I feel right. like you change so much then right. you right. know what I mean exactly 
I don't know. It was a phenomenal book. Uh, Scott won't read it, but why? I would. She's not a. She's not a romance girly. Yeah. Okay. She likes. See, I don't she like likes depressing books. Mm, like yeah. what? Oh, <laughs> someone's asking me what I read on OK Sis. <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> Um, I'm not prepared. I'm so nervous now. Well, you're you're a so, Hama Hama Haruki Murakami yes. fan. Okay. Um, My Little Life or My Little Lie was oh. like the best book I've ever read ever. So it's very... I posted on TikTok and okay. I was like, "Is this the year? Have you heard of this? No, A Little it's... Life, A, a little, little Life, or it's My Little the, Life? It's a black and white cover with like the, guy the guys in English. English. So I posted on TikTok and I was like, "Is this the year that I read A Little Life? It's apparently the saddest book that has ever been written. And like one world. one part really? is just yeah. like poetry. So it's I'm very it's it's at my alley. She likes what kind poetry. of sad? I love poetry. What, what kind, kind of sad? sad? Yeah, I mean. People were saying in the TikTok, like, it's not even a good kind of sad. They were like, don't do it. I was, uh, if you don't, if you, even I don't cry. And I was on the bathroom weeping. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, sad, like emotional sadness. Not like anything violent or anything bad happening or like nothing like that. It's just someone who is a little bit tortured in life and they're trying to, they're existential. Maybe they're a little philosophical. They're, are, is it a story? Yeah, it's a fiction. It's, it's, is it? it? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that book, like yeah. so there is like a premise. Oh, I thought you were just meaning in general. What kind of sad do I read? There okay. is a premise. Yes, it's very good. I recommend. Okay. But I also like um like the Secret History by Donna Tartt. Yeah, that, that's good. Um, Lydia Davis is one of my favorite writers ever. She writes like flash fiction, so some of her short stories are like two sentences okay. or a paragraph. They're I like amazing. that. I like more. Um, I, I get very pretentious with like you more, are very. Pretentious. I'm more like literature okay. versus. But right now I'm on, uh, lately I've been on more of a personal development and business nonfiction okay. book. I've been on I a more nonfiction like those train. as well. Yeah. You need to read Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Levin. I'm just Seven, so happy Seven, someone sorry. really honestly asked me what I read and she was really <laughs> interested. I was interested. I want a list. Well, the, the sister I want had... a list from both of you and then Thank I'm going to read one what? off of each one I, and see. Your brain is going to yeah. be so confused. <laughs> it already is. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asks okay. me what I read. Okay, should we ask our last question? Oh, yes. Um, what is it? Miss Kelsey, we ask everybody who comes on OK Sis this, if you could brag about one thing and not be humble. Oh, my God. How the fuck do you forget that I don't know. Question? I know. If, if, you, just, could brag, if you could brag about one thing and you cannot be humble, yes, there what, would you, what would you brag about? You want to know the first thing that yes. came to my mind? Yes. yes. No, it's kind of pathetic. That's no, fine. No, no, it's, it's fine. my dog. No. Yeah, 100%. He's literally perfect. I know that he's perfect. He's the most, I'm sorry to anyone else who has a dog. Mine is just cuter, like 100%. What kind of dog? Okay. He's a golden doodle, which are not that cute, but he's eight pounds. He uh, never got any bigger. He oh. was supposed to be like 20. Oh, wow. Perfect. He just stayed Ideal. small. He's perfect. No, can we see a picture? Yes. Um, and also, you know what else? I've been going to Pilates like every single day. Yes. And that uh, is not something that I've ever done in my life. And it's made me feel really good. And so I want to brag about that for a second. Yeah, that's really great. Amen. Pilates just does it. It's Pilates just... is so good. So and good. I never I never knew. Yeah. I'm not a worker out or mad days, but Pilates and yoga, it just makes me feel also emotionally and spiritually grounded and connected to the world and I God and all the things. Honestly agree. Yeah. It's been yeah. it's been a it's been a good journey. Okay, you can't see his face, but here's me wearing pajamas that have his face on mm, them. I don't have my glasses on. Oh yeah, but you can't really see him. But here's us in bed Aww, together. So sweet. He's perfect. Mm. Let me find an actual picture of his face. Because oh he's, I swear to God, precious. He's the cutest dog. You have cats too. I have two cats. I'm confused. I have two cats, and they have really proven to be really good animals. Wow. That's yeah. not where that I thought that sentence yeah. was. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I dragged it out like that. <laughs> sorry. I think it's because I'm looking for this picture of Chili, but can I show you a picture of my dog too? Yes. I'm sorry that I called your dog ugly practically, <laughs> but Oh. <laughs> no, Luna I, Luna is very, very cute. I what feel, kind of dog? She is a Pomeranian, so she's also Oh, so she's little and cute. She's also This is Chili. Oh. Isn't he cute? Yeah. No, he's like He is he is divine. He's stunning. He's, he's stunning. stunning. Yeah, Let he's me stunning. see. He's stunning. Here's my little one. Aw, that looks like Indy. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, she's really cute. Yeah, Looney is a cutie Aww, pie. They need to go on a date. Really cute. They should go on a 
Luna's like a luxurious girl. She you know? is. She's fancy. She's, she she has standards she, for dates. So. Well, he wouldn't disappoint. I've obviously raised him well. <laughs> He's like a really like respectful boy. Wait, they look cute together. They really do. Oh. Okay. What's she? his name? Chili. His name's Chili. Chili and Luna. She is three. So is he? Oh my, oh my god. god, guys! It's when's his birthday be... or her birthday? November. His is. September. Okay, so he's a Virgo and she's a Scorpio. He is actually Libra. He is okay. on the the cusp. Okay, okay. He's he's the twenty third of September, which is oh wait, but when he's got a little Virgo into, in. Yeah, because Virgos and Scorpios are really good together. And the only reason I know that is because my daughter's a Scorpio and I'm a Virgo, and apparently that that match is like soulmate level. Wow. Okay, so they're soulmates. Yeah, oh my god, they're soulmates. soulmates. Okay. Great. We'll go to oh, the dog park. Thank God. <sighs> Ugh, no. Do you guys can just come over. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah, want to go to the dog park. I don't want to. The dog park sucks so <laughs> much. It really I don't does. even know why I recommended that. <laughs> I, would, I will not be going to the dog park. <laughs> At least we're all on the same page about the dog park. <laughs> all right. This was so delightful. Um, I mean, everyone knows where to follow you, but if if they want a little Kelsey in their lives, where Kelsey. should they go? Yeah, you can um you can well my YouTube channel is just my name, Kelsey Kreppel. Mm-hmm. And um my Instagram is at Kelsey Kreppel, and my podcast is called Circle Time. Yes. So, and we'll yeah. be on it. We'll be doing tomorrow. it tomorrow. Yay. I'm so excited. All okay. Right. Yay. Bye, sisters. Bye, Thank sisters. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.